from the Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Well, a very pleasant good afternoon to you. Welcome back. Hope you enjoyed our show this morning with Dr. Dannenberg. And now we're going to, I don't know what we're going to do, because Dave Wise says you never know what he's up to. He's a cool guy, one of our faves, Flat Earth Dave. And he contends and proves, and he believes, and I believe him, that the, the Earth is an immovable plane that doesn't spin around the sun, and they call this Flat Earth. I think we need a new name because Flat Earth, you know, people kind of poo-poo that name Flat Earth, don't they, Dave? They say, you know, like it's crazy conspiracy, like Flat Earth. I mean, oh, my well, God. Well, Flat Earth, yeah, Flat Earth has been weaponized like conspiracy theorists <laughs> and, and whatnot. But you know what? I'm, I'm owning it. I'm yeah. Flat Earth Dave. You know? nice. This and, um, yeah. We're, we're going to take it back. We're going to take it back because, you know, we've gone over this, Patrick. You know, the people that think Flat Earth are stupid are right. Their vision of what flat Earth is is stupid. Okay, a disc floating in space. Nobody believes that. No <laughs> flat Earther believes that. Only globe believers that laugh at flat Earth believe that. And yes, it's laughable because we're not that. You're mixing two fake models: a fake flat Earth model with the nonsense heliocentric globe model. Oh, so, so a lot of people think that the I, I didn't know that that there's some flat Earth that goes around the sun. Well, no, no. When when you um. When you look up flat Earth, mm-hmm. uh, you know if you Google flat Earth or they mentioned it on the news, uh, they they show you an image like this. If you could show my screen a little bit, okay. Um, th- this turn up floating in space, oh, right? Or uh, or a disc, a, a flat you know a flat disc uh, with other round planets. Mm-hmm. They go, what? You're the only flat planet, you know? <laughs> and that is dumb. You have a false model. You're laughing at what's called a straw man. Mm-hmm. Okay? And that's all they have. The best proof of the globe are straw mans of the flat earth. So, um, you know, it's only when you say, okay, well, put my ego down. I'm going to address what I appear, what appears to be total nonsense, the earth being flat. Total nonsense. And then when you look, you go, oh, my God, it's not nonsense. It's real. And it's only then when you are forced to look and accurately look, not just Google, you Google Flat Earth, you're gonna go, you're gonna get fed what Google wants you to see, a bunch of nonsense. But when you start looking, you know, and start seeing what's going on, um, you'll be amazed. You'll be amazed on how um, how crazy it is. Yeah. Let me um, go ahead. Let me, let me ask. Uh, so, so could there be a good argument um, if you want to put on your tinfoil hat above your flat Earth head? Is that when Google and YouTube and these things probably take you somewhere else on purpose, there's a reason for that. What could their well, reason no. be? What could their reason be, Mr. Dan? Well, it, they, <laughs> they love hiding truth. We know that about Google. Anyone that's yeah. been you know, trying to research what's going on in the world, um, you know that when you're over the truth, uh, it gets hidden from you. You, know, you get deleted, you get deplatformed. Uh, and stuff. You know, it's interesting. They allow Flat Earth to be on YouTube, but they make it impossible to find. Like on my app, um, there's tons of resources. And those are right now, they're based on YouTube. We're backed up and ready with them on other platforms when uh, YouTube comes crashing down. But unless you have the direct link to them, Google is searching for them, won't find it. Mm-hmm. Like one of our favorite videos, one of our you know uh, introductory videos is called The Stranger's Guide to Flat Earth 21 Questions. Pretty unique name got millions and millions of views hmm. it's been uploaded numerous times doesn't show up when you search it you get oh, other uh, nonsense you get the same nonsense what's the name of it dave what's the name of it? 
uh, a stranger's guide to flat earth 21 questions <laughs> strangers now, depending you know what I think they have algorithms like if you, if they know that you've been searching flat earth and researching, yeah. they might let that show up. But if you go on a fresh computer, somebody that's never looked at, never Googled flat earth, that, that video doesn't show up. So let's plug your thing first. So make sure we do that. So what do you got there coming up? Something big? So, yeah, yeah, this is big. We're doing a, a first ever virtual summit this Friday starts, I think about 4 p.m. Eastern goes uh you know until midnight or so and then it's uh all day saturday into saturday night and we have speakers uh you know not some of the best flat earth presenters i'm in there i don't know if i'm considering myself the best i think a lot I of the best have, yeah. i do have i do have a niche we have uh ben from taboo conspiracy that one's gonna blow you away i have no no idea what he's gonna do um peggy hall from the healthy oh American. yeah we know her yeah he, he has stepped out and says earth is stationary and immovable she comes from a science from a biblical side hmm. but also a scientific side mm -hmm. right there's people that don't believe in biblical stuff they just look at scientist science well science works for everybody real science mm -hmm. and then hey the bible backs it up too you want to come from a biblical side but you're not you're not people go oh this is a religious thing nope it's a scientific thing and religions also backs it up we have owen benjamin and alex stein they're going to do some comedies mm -hmm. about you know flat earth and i'm most people know who uh, both of those gentlemen yeah. are. We have um, Amanda Vollmer, who is a oh, wonderful. Yeah, she's been on the show many times. I didn't know that she yeah. was a she was a flat earther. I didn't know that. Every everyone on this is coming from a flat stationary foundation. We have Brian from High Impact Flicks. Yeah. Now Brian, I would say he still has more questions than than most, but he knows we're not on a spinning ball, and that's all that matters, right? Flat earthers know that we don't know a lot about what this realm is, how, exactly. who, when, where, right? But we know <laughs> we we're scientific fact <laughs> that we're not on a spinning ball flying through an impossible Narnia space vacuum, yeah. right? That's the um, big deal, right, David? I mean, that's, yeah. the, that's the mother load because nobody knows if the moon is solid or not. I think it's a plasma, but that's just me. I can't prove it, right? right? Well, you can't prove it. We don't know how big it is, this, this plane, do we? I mean, it could be... Yeah. It could be forever over the ice wall, it, couldn't it? There's, there's so much, so much to look into there. Mm -hmm. um, but just the last thing, it's called the True Earth okay. Mount Maru Summit, and you can find it at the initials for that. T E T E True Earth Mount Maru Summit MMS T E M M S dot live. Or to make everything easy, all my links, everything, including the summit, is at flatearthdave.com. Okay, flatearthdave.com. You can find You'll get everything. everything. But and just remember, wait, wait, hold on. It's um, you're supporting your favorite truther, okay? That you know, the all the presenters have a discount code. Mine is F E Dave fifty. Gets you fifty percent off. F -E so that brings the price down to F E Dave fifty. No spaces. Yeah. So I check out, put F E Dave fifty, and your ticket goes down to um from a hundred bucks to fifty. Bucks. Oh, that's that's very affordable. And we'll put and, both links on there. The T E M M S dot live, and we'll also yep. put. Uh, flatearthdave.com and also uh, F-E-D-A-V-E 50, right? F-E-D-A-V-E yeah. -E 50. That's the discount code for when you check out. Um, and it's it's this Friday, the 11th and mm -hmm. 12th. Saturday the 12th. And if you, um, you know, hey, that's a long time to be sitting and watching stuff. You can rewatch it. You can rewatch it for, I, I think, up to a, over a month. So if you miss something, you can you can rewatch it anytime you want. So, um Come on and, and, and support Have people coming out. And 
I think Peggy Hall also her speech alone is going to be worth the price of admission because I'm hoping that other truthers um, that have a name and there's many of them out there um, that are in the closet. I could name right off the top of my head. I can name 10 truthers that everyone listening knows these people because they're either famous, super famous, Mm -hmm. like Hollywood, major famous, or they're in the truth community preaching um you know health and uh, and and not paying attention to nonsense but they're just and justifiably so they're trying to hold their lives together sure and they and, yeah. and and when you come out with flat earth you get a lot of flack but here imagine this what if 10 or 50 or 100 big names all came out on the same day they all release videos going this is how i see the earth right that is a tidal wave that cannot be stopped mm-hmm. and it will go all the way across our realm and that's the end of it so i'm hoping that people get inspired by the summit um check it out you're gonna learn so much so much if you're a flat earther do not miss this if you think flat earth is stupid do not miss this <laughs> that covers <Okay>? everybody <laughs> yeah it covers everybody it covers, so um can folks if they can't do this thing can they just pay the money and then get the video that absolutely okay. you, you can get it and then you can watch it anytime you, you want watch it you, know, anytime what, you, you watch it for for whatever it'll be up for you um i yeah. think i think for, i know it's at least a month it's probably forever though i think it's forever so it's called true earth true earth mount maru summit and the initial the, the website is t-e-m-m-s dot live what's mount and, maru uh, mount maru is uh the magnetic center of our earth oh. so that's uh, some you know some ancient cultures believe that there's a magnetic mountain at the center of our pond oh. and that's called mount maru oh. i thought it was called black rock believe it or not <laughs> seriously no, I, they're, the, no? they're, they're the ones that own our world they, they, i know they own they, they own everything <laughs> they, they um, own. you know what there and, and again i'm not saying there's a mountain there no. i think there's some sort of thing that they call mount maru it's very 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 interesting again we know that we don't know a lot of things but when we use science and we look at the nonsense that they tell us the distance and size of stars the com- the con- the um the comp- composition of space scientifically impossible the motions of the earth impossible all of this stuff you know <laughs> people standing antipodal to each other upside down gravity holding you down Okay, and holding the air down. It's so nonsense when you think. But the problem is when you're told by authority, you're told your whole life from when you're a child, um, you know, that these things are true, it's easier to believe, right? Sure. It's easier to believe. I understand. Right? Yeah. You, you believe that I live on the East Coast of uh, the United States. You don't know it until you actually go out and prove it go online check me out on facebook find my friends find my high school okay yeah he probably does live there Hmm. but you know but but if we had to go through our life confirming every single thing we're told um that would we would run out of time we'd be out we'd never get anything done so we have to be trusting believing people and that's how they get away with it right because the evil that's running this world is beyond what even many um awaken aware truthers can imagine yes sir david wise is with us if you care to join us please do triple eight six six three sixty three eighty six ask him a tough question we get i get pummeled when i put you on stuff on facebook so come on in also patrick at one radio network.com um there's a there's a very famous um and well-respected um 
lady. Her name, really pretty lady, and she's a she's a, a psychiatrist. You know who I mean? Um, oh, it'll come to me. But I saw that we put a video on our front page, and she is really close to becoming a total flat earther. Do you know who I mean? Uh, Brogan. Brogan, Brogan. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, Kelly Brogan. Kelly Brogan. She she's, is. She's, she interviewed me, and she's 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 almost there, <laughs> right? <laughs> Listen, you can say almost there. When, uh, and basically, anyone that's questioning the globe is already a flat earther. already there. They yeah, just yeah. Come out and said it. Yeah. So Kelly has done uh, many um, many talks on. The flatter topic. So, oh, she has. Huh? Yeah. 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 She, uh, I mean, she's talked to me, and uh, and I just put out other videos with it. So, I don't like throwing people out there that you know <laughs> that, that without without their permission. But you know, uh, she's put out enough stuff where if you don't realize right. that she's questioning the shape of the earth, uh, yeah. you're not paying attention. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jerry wants to know. Uh, thanks for having Dave on. Has any of you ever been on Joe Rogan's show? Can he get on there? Yeah, Joe Rogan uh, is the guy. He used to be the poster boy for um, we never went to the moon, right? And his famous quote is, there's no way you can convince me we went to the moon. No way. And he was breaking stuff down so amazingly. Mm. And his this was at the beginning of his ba- major rise. I see. And, um, and then all of a sudden, he had Neil deGrasse Tyson on. Joe was wearing an orange you know, astronaut suit. And Joe's like, oh, really, really? Neil's throwing out a bunch of nonsense. And then uh, he goes, well, yeah, maybe we didn't go. Maybe we did go, you know? And all of a sudden, then Joe gets a contract, you know, a multi, multi million dollar television contract for Joe Rogan discovers everything. And, you know, now he's got a hundred million dollars from Spotify. Um, Joe, unfortunately, has sold out. He even said in the famous interview, I'd lie to my mother. He goes, you know, just give me the information. I'll lie to my mother, right? And and when the money gets that big, you know, I, Joe puts out some great interviews. He I'll does. give him that. Yeah, he he's does. a great interviewer, but he pushes out a lot of uh, a lot of stuff, which does I absolutely think is disgusting. And uh, the fact that he is lying to our faces, he knows we didn't go to the moon. He knows, unless of course he's been completely MK altered and like. In between his transition, he took like a couple weeks off, and then he came back. Maybe they like literally who, who knows? Yeah. brain yeah. surgery, MK Ultra mind control on him. So that so he's not lying in his mind, but he's lying. Hmm. Period. So well, sorry, Joe. I mean, to be fair, anybody that believes we really went to the moon is advertised. Come on, I mean, there's just no way. Right? Yeah, there's no, no, no. What's no? <laughs> there's just no way. <laughs> Let me uh, let me uh, let me pull up my screen. Okay. Um, yeah. This is this is my app, which can be found at flatearthdave.com. And one of the images in here. This is my favorite. This alone. This <laughs> look at this. This thing went to the moon. Look at it. It's made from paper mache and and tin foil and scotch tape and duct tape. Look at these seams. Wow. Okay. Come on. Look at this. This is airtight. This is not even That's an actual picture? Photos. That's an actual this picture? This is an actual NASA photograph of the LEM on the moon. Look, there's an astronaut over there. You see him standing in the corner? Oh, that's right. There he is. Yeah. Right. And look at that ladder, that rinky ladder. I mean, come on, people. <laughs> it, it's like that alone, that picture alone tells you, look at these legs. Look at the structure of these legs. What is this? Yeah. What is this thing? Okay absolute nonsense 
I used to go, well, you know, they're showing us that because they're hiding the real technology because the Russians, you know, we can't let the Russians know the, the advanced technology. Cool story, bro. But it's nonsense. It's absolute and total nonsense. Right? Right? In, uh, in uh, 1964, we built that. Beautiful. Look at that thing. Hmm. Mach 3.2. And then in 1972, we built this. <laughs> okay? <laughs> that was a fifth grade project for uh, a fort to go hang out in. Uh, you would fail because it's a disaster. I could build better from a cardboard refrigerator box. Do you think they just kind of okay. rub our, our nose in it and think just, just because they must think we're... Stu- I don't know. It's just... Patrick, they, they do do that. They, do they? they purposely rub our nose in it, and they're laughing. They're absolutely laughing at us, right? They're absolutely laughing. You know, this is, um, you know, so the, 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 the high-res photographs, we can see that they're cutting and pasting the same pieces in All there. Oh, the same pieces in there. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. Look yeah. at that. Mm. And then there's another one over here. Mm-hmm. Um, the, same, the same thing, right? They're horrible that they're cutting and pasting. Uh, here's right. a great question to kick things off, and we're going to talk about eclipses too, which prompted me to do call you and set this up because we had a total solar eclipse this morning, right, around five o'clock uh, Central Time. But uh, George wants to know, well, how can you flat earthers say that everything that they show you from space, Hubble, um, and the rest of them in the space station are all CGI. You can't prove they're CGI. You just say they are. Well, that's that that's funny. I mean, when you when you look at um like the James Webb telescope, okay, right, right. and and the images they show us, right? They're horrible. They're horrible. They're absolutely horrible. So this is me, sped up a little bit, but I almost did it this fast, making a James Webb um image. Okay, this is me. This is me. Right. And it looks better than theirs. It looks absolutely better than theirs. Right. And so let me show you. Um, if I can find it. Where did I do that? Um, where did it go? All right. So here is. All right. So I made that. And I even put myself in space right there. That's me. I'm part uh, of the oh, galaxy. You, you made this on a computer? I made that. Right? Mm. I made it on a friggin' iPhone. I didn't even make it on a computer. Wow. Okay? It's that simple. And then people say, oh, how do you know everything's face? Mm. Well, here's a, every, here's a couple of um, a couple of articles that have just come out in the last week or two. Okay? Right? Um, passing star shifting Neptune's orbit could wreck the solar system. New, new scientists, right? Look at this picture. Is, do you think that's a real picture? Look at another one. Okay. NASA enhances James Webb space telescope images with X-ray filter. Look at that. Mine is better than this, right? To believe that you that this stuff and all of these, none of these say photos. They all say um, digital, um, you know, um, image or you know. Um, they, they don't say photos. They, oh. they say picture or image. Right, astronauts discover giantly fully toasted marshmallow gas planet orbiting small star. Okay? <laughs> Look at this. Okay? And NASA will admit these aren't real. Okay? 30,000 near Earth asteroids. Oh my God, be scared of this cartoon. Okay? To say these are real is a is you're just not a thinking person. Okay? Astronomers have a cataclysmic new theory to explain Uranus 
filth. Okay? Look at these articles, right? And then, of course, ending it, Uranus smells like rotten eggs. These are from NASA. Hmm. Okay? NASA. Right? So, to say everything is fake, yeah, you know, I, I, I get it. But NASA admits these things are fake. Okay? When you ask Matt NASA, do you have a, um, an uncomposited um, photo of Earth? And NASA's like, well, no, we don't, you know. And their visual artist, uh, Robert Simmon, said that he made it in Photoshop because uh, it has to be. And he sucks again with uh, his cut and paste, same clouds, yeah, again and same. again and again. And he's on tape right. saying this too, David, right? He's on Absolutely. tape. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So uh, this... Um, uh, we we played the video that uh, Dubai just uh, Dubai and Dubai Eric just put out on this Eric. whole U.S. Space Force robotic um, the plane you know that that um, simulates gravity pretty cool it's about a seven minute video we played it just before you came on and how oh. they how they can do this thing and they actually named the plane uh, what what the technology is right when they go up and then they come back down. The zero G plane. Yeah, zero G plane. It's right on the side of the plane. I mean, you know, it's not a, it's not a secret. Right. Yeah, not a secret. Tell folks what I'm talking about. If they didn't see the video. So, so I, I, I don't, I didn't see that. I know which video you're yeah. talking about, but I know there's. You can spend. You can, you can do this yourself. It's cost five thousand dollars. It's called the zero G flight. You go on this um, mm -hmm. large jumbo jet that's all stripped out, yeah. and you're, you're in there, and it does a parabolic arc. Yeah. And you get about 20 to 40 seconds of weightlessness where yeah. you can float around. Right. And that's how they show us many times how they show us um, weightlessness stuff in space. Just recently, um, a big YouTube channel called, I forget the name of the channel, but it, the guy's name was Cody Cotton. Um, <laughs> he went to space on, uh, on Blue Origin. Huh. And it is the most edited nonsense you have ever seen. I contend that that rocket never left the ground. No one's ever on the rocket. It's all trickery. And all of the time where they had the floating, whether they were floating for a minute or four minutes, like I think they said, mm -hmm. um, they only show one to one and a half, maybe two seconds at a time. Right? Edit, 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 edit. And yeah. All of that is done in a zero-G plane in a capsule studio in the zero-G plane where they're floating around and they're dropping balls and stuff. And it's absolutely pop. 100% a zero-G plane. Wow. Nonsense. Wow. Right? Yeah. And then they have everyone arguing whether, uh, you know, the, the curve of the Earth changes. It warps. So everyone's like, they're using a fisheye lens. No, no. They're not even in space. They're just getting you to argue, is it a fisheye lens? Is uh, the curve real? Yeah. Is yeah. it flatter? Is it real? But they're still in space. They're never in space. They've yeah. never left the ground. Yeah. The, the, the one aspect of the video that we showed this morning uh, shows very clearly how, and they want way high up, how the horizon never falls below, right? And tell folks about that. Do you have a picture of that? Or yeah, so so when um when when you say the horizon um never goes never um goes down, it always rises to eye level. Yeah. That's that's partially true. It's always below your feet. So if I'm standing six feet tall and I'm looking across flat water for ten, twenty, thirty miles, whatever. The horizon, the water looks like it's at my level, but in reality, it's still six feet below me. Yes, it's still it's still six feet below. And um, you know, when you go up to one hundred twenty-seven thousand feet, which this balloon is at, the horizon kind of looks like it's at eye level, but in reality, it's really it's still below it because 
there's probably more land out here. There's just, we can't see the light from it. So it keeps on going farther and farther and farther, but we just can't see it because the light can't get to us. Right. Yeah. That's going to be another thing I'm talking about on the summit. I'm going to be talking about, sounds really complicated. Um, terrestrial perspective versus celestial perspective from a terrestrial point of view and that's how they fool us because we don't understand most people just like what the heck is he talking about it's viewing a boat on the water from the land is a terrestrial observation of a terrestrial object mm -hmm. viewing an airplane even is a terrestrial observation of a atmospheric or terrestrial object because it's close enough but viewing the stars sun and moon is a terrestrial perspective of a celestial object and it's completely different than a terrestrial object got it got it um this is uh pedro good name uh why can't you take a picture of the flat earth and see the edge of it because there, there, there is no edge. So, so, so there, there's um. He has a, a incorrect idea again. Okay. Disc floating in space, right? We're not a disc floating in space. We're not a disc anywhere. We are a, um. We're we're in a pond, is the way I describe it. Okay. They want us to believe that um, Antarctica is the a continent at the bottom of the ball. But in reality, Antarctica is the shoreline of our world. So here's some photos right here right. of the shoreline of Antarctica. But when you know, flat Earth, you know, anti-globe believing flat Earth haters think that this is what we think the flat Earth is, an edge going off into space. I see, I see. So the, the flat Earth is like a pond. And we live on this pond with all the islands and we could circle around left and clockwise and counterclockwise. That's east and west. But if we go south, which is any direction away from Mount Maru at the center, we end up at the edge of the pond. Do we fall off into space? No, we climb up onto the land and we start walking. After a couple miles, we can't see the pond anymore. But what after a couple more miles, we find another pond? What's that about? Is that another world? Right? The Antarctic Treaty doesn't let anybody go beyond 60 degrees south without being highly supervised. Okay? Right? So we live here in this pond. This pink line is 60 degrees south, a thousand miles or more from Antarctica. You're not allowed to cross that line. Not allowed if you to do, cross. You'll, stop, you'll be sunk, you'll be jailed, you'll be arrested, right? But what's out here? What's out here? Are there more ponds? Or more land? Whatever. Yeah, more, well, more yeah. land, extra land, extra territory, I always say, right? Mm. What, if we, uh, what if we had like a double ring system of our pond? Here's Antarctica. Here's more land, extraterrestrial, extra terra. Mm -hmm. Somebody that came from out there would be an extraterrestrial from the outer space. Mm. Here on the scientifically, physically possible Earth plane versus outer space, which is a vacuum adjacent to a pressurized atmosphere without a container. You can't have air pressure without a container, period. You cannot have it, mm. okay? <laughs> and when people say, well, the, you know, Oh, I, what holds the air to the earth? And we can scientifically prove that it's not gravity because I could take a straw and with the weak, low pressure of my mouth and lungs can suck water and air up and away from the earth effortlessly. Wait a minute. 
how can the the gravity hold on to the the air and the vacuum of space which is way stronger than my mouth can't pull the air away from the earth air would instantly fill the empty space now never happened the immovable earth folks conjecture there is a firmament right firmament over this this whatever it is and it goes up do we what would be the your best guess of how high that is do we know? You no, know, I, I I don't know, but the best guess is around seventy three to seventy eight mm. miles. That's pretty pretty good guess, um, <laughs> because every amateur rocket that's allowed to go up as high as it can, that's about as high as it goes. And it we had um stops right, it stops. You, you saw the go fast rocket; right. it hit something. Now, it hit something, and, and and the damage control they came up with the yo yo anti yo yo spin de spin mechanism nonsense. I'm calling one hundred percent nonsense on that. Um, but it hit something, and we've had whistleblowers from NASA, um, you know, who, you know, again, they're a whistleblower. We can't confirm anything that they're saying, but they're telling us that uh, that's about as high as it is. And they're not, even though they have the technology to go and explore up there, they're not allowed to. They didn't go any farther than that. Like, who's not allowing you to? Is it the officials at NASA, or is it someone that's pulling their strings? Well, you can't go. Oh, you can't go through the firmament. Isn't that just thick, kind of really? Magical well, structure. They, they, the the guy that I was talking to, he said that it gets all of a sudden it becomes like plasma. It becomes thicker. Then I think it becomes liquid, wow. and then it becomes solid. Wow. And he goes, and and that's the makeup of the sky above us. And then above that, I think there's water. And anything above be where we can get or anything beyond the shoreline of Antarctica is speculation. But there's evidence and stories, lots of stories. Hmm. Um, Pointing to that, like the Iron Republic, you know, in the eighteen and late eighteen hundreds, a guy came back from the Iron Republic said, "There's land, you know, there's a civilization beyond Antarctica, filled, you know, with advanced technology, flat screens, floating cars, really? a whole different what? government system." What was this guy's name? What was this guy? It's called. It's called. Um, the the book is called the the. Um, here, got my screen up. Yeah. Uh, in the app, if you go to the book section, and you scroll down a couple rows, and it's called. The Iron Republic. Here it is. Wow. The, the Iron Republic by C.J. Austin. Fantastic book. I'm going to get it. Mind blowing. Mind blowing. And then another one you want to get, which is a real short book. Um, and you know this could be fiction, but it makes scientific sense. It's called The Navigator Who Crossed the Ice Wall. Just let me tell you really quick about this sure. one. This one, um, it's about all these ponds, right? Uh, let me let me show you what I mean by all these ponds. So all of these ponds beyond our world. So what if the world was set up like this? Okay. Here we are. We live right here in this pond, right? We live in the center of this pond right here. And as you zoom out, we have other ponds that have their own suns. Okay. These are other worlds. They're just tens or thousands, tens of thousands of miles away, not ridiculous light years. Okay. We can go and get into light years if you want. Absolute nonsense, right? But there's conflicts. Like when you, people are traveling in between these lands, there's there's conflicts. There's like, you know, this the the hostile land, and these are friendly people, and right. and all of this stuff, right? And all of these ships that are sailing the oceans in between them are having these skirmishes. If you and then they say that, but the human being, like we're we're very special um, in our pond. Yes, but. We have this thing called um, the source, where we have this source energy. Yes. Okay. 
Yes. And we connect the source. Hey, I like that. I've used that word before. But if you look at the whole story, it's literally Star Wars, but here on a physical plane, right? Where it's the source is the force. And yes. all of these other ponds are other worlds and the Galactic Federation. I mean, what a great story. Not saying it's real. I'm saying read it, open up your mind. But the other one, the Iron Republic, this is a real story. It was a, a New York uh, politician got fed up with politics in the in the mid 1800s sold everything bought a big ship got a crew went to antarctica found an opening ended up lost at sea for like months i think hmm. then they found a land and they saw a city and then a boat came out and greeted them and there was english-speaking uh people that had left the inner our inner world um in the 1600s because they didn't like the tyranny that was going on imagine that tyranny is going on and people like you know what for you we're leaving we're going to outer lands and taking our technology and our on our our civilization with us well maybe they don't want that to happen this time and that's why we are believing we live in the matrix and that's the globe yeah. the prison for your mind the matrix prison for your mind david matrix. david wise is with us uh and uh, he'll tell you more about his get together this weekend and that'll be fun flat earth dave is his contact let me do a little break here sir david and then we'll well, flatearthdave.com 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 oh we had a uh, we had a guest on yesterday uh dr john jaquish and uh i got turned on to his his technology that he created about um seven weeks ago and it is the coolest thing ever 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 for building muscles I've, I've got muscles growing. I had my 76, whatever we call it. I don't believe in time. So uh, birthday yesterday, and I've got more muscles today than I have in any time in my life. Six weeks on this program. And what it is, it's uh, using latex bands. And rather than lifting weights, let me show you like this. Rather than lifting weights like this, right? And then you lift it up here, weights, and you bring it down. These bands are variable resistance, so you always have pressure on the muscle, always, even when you're down here. So the muscle is constantly stressed for the whole time you're doing 15 to 40 revolutions, and the bands come in various strengths, and they don't stretch out like the... Like Patrick, the let, let, oh. let me tell you something about those bands. They're fantastic, because when you are lifting regular weights, and you go... Yeah. Now it's got all that inertia and yeah. it's going up and it takes a little bit of exercise. It doesn't matter how fast or slow you go, it's the same pressure the whole way. They're they're actually horrible because they work so well. Oh, they, they they really torture you. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for that. Yeah, yeah great stuff. I mean, I am so and what's cool about this is that you do it every day and I've you don't get sore. Now what's that about? Because you're not screwing up your muscles and your and your joints as well so check this out it's on sale right now i paid 549 for mine six weeks ago and then i have it on sale for a pre black friday ditty of 399 and you can finance it for six months if you want so that's what i did i didn't have 549 lying around so that's what i did so i just got it and it came it's really cool you're going to love this, girls. You can do it. Build your hormones. Build everything. And you won't get hurt if you do it right. They have the videos. It's so easy to do. 15 minutes a day. Boom. 15 minutes a day. Come on. 
It's very cool. So check it out. It's on the front page of OneRadioNetwork.com. It's called X3. You don't need a promo code. You get $3.99, the deal on sale. Uh, it's, um, yeah, it's, it's really a beautiful thing. I, I just love it. I'm going to do it after the show. And you just look forward to doing it because it's fun and you just feel strong, you know, after you, after you do it. The first supplement I like to take in the morning right after I wake up is Pine Pollen Pure Potency or P4. This is Cirque Rival's flagship testosterone and androgen support formula. It's made with the pollen of pine trees, which is rich in testosterone, androstenedione, DHEA, and a bunch of plant sterols. These are all substances, phytochemicals, that support the body's natural androgens, or male hormones. Of course, men and women are using this product, but usually it's men in andropause, men after age 40 whose testosterone production has started to decline. Many of Cirque Rival's supplements can be taken any time of day, but Pine Pollen Pure Potency, it's important that you take at very specific times of the day. Now it can be taken once, twice, or three times depending on how much you want to supplement yourself with the phytoandrogens found in it, but the key is taking it at morning right upon waking, midday or noon, and then again right before bed. So once, twice, or three times a day, but always at those times. And that's because that's when your body's naturally producing its own testosterone. And all we want to do is amplify that sine wave. We don't want to start to take testosterone at a time where our body's purged it from the bloodstream. Instead, we want to take it at a time where those levels are already spiking and we're just subtly helping to increase them. This product tastes fantastic. I think of it like an orange creamsicle. And that's because in addition to that subtle pine flavor, there's a little bit of orange peel, Tahitian vanilla bean, cloves, and then a little bit of maple syrup just to give it this nice kind of sweet orange flavor. So it's really delicious and easy to take. So if you're looking to increase your testosterone or androgen levels and you want an alternative to pharmaceutical testosterone replacement therapies, there's nothing that does it better than pine pollen pure potent. It's a wonderful product and he also has colostrum, shaga rishi, elk velvet antler, and this stuff really where I've been taking 10 years or so, and my testosterone level is like really high. But guess what, guys? You do this X3, and your testosterone levels will go up. Because I used to have a lot of morning wood. Now I have morning redwood after just six <laughs> six weeks. <laughs> oh my God, it's like, come on. It's like, what's going on? Yeah, it just boosts your testosterone when you, when you do this program, you lift weights. I have one more quick thing, and then we'll go back to Flat Earth Dave. We've got a lot of fun stuff to talk about. Oh, this one. As you know, we talk a great deal. Well, not a great deal, but we talk a lot about the, the thing that's going on with our financial system. It's been called the Great Reset. It's been called the Great Debacle. It's been called who knows what. We don't know exactly what it's going to do, but there's something going on. There's $35 trillion in, in debt. Maybe more, they say 31, but they cook the books and they're never going to pay this debt. And uh, did you know I looked at it this morning? Check this out. The interest, just the interest on our current debt that Treasury pays out to the Fed and to the private investors like pension funds. Can you get, Dave, Dave, can you guess what it is, the interest on the debt per year? Guess. 31 trillion. No, no, a year, a yearly interest. No, this the interest. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm, th- I'm saying the thirty-one trillion, the yearly interest, is an impossible number to even fathom. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a uh, one point five trillion dollars a year, just in interest. So if we take in four trillion in taxes, right away you got twenty-five percent right off the top going to interest on the debt. 
It's crazy what's going on. And they're raising interest rates, and then we're going to pay more interest, probably be up to $2 trillion in a couple of years, because as they raise interest rates on the bonds, we the people, we roll over these bonds, and then we pay more interest. It's, you know, it's not sustainable. We don't know what's going to happen, but we think that if you have gold and silver, it's a good thing to have. So check out my friend Fed Dashevsky, Numismatic Coins, 800-878-2646. He's a very honorable guy. I've known Fred for 30 years, and he's, he never, you know, he doesn't try to sell you stuff, and he doesn't say the world's going to crash any day, so, so, or the earth, sorry, I didn't use the term world, the earth is going to crash any day, so you need to buy gold and silver. They don't do that thing like they do on late night TV. Uh, he's a very honorable guy, 800-878-2646. Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is One Radio Network.com. We're with Flat Earth Dave. We're with Flat Earth Dave, one of our favorite guys. He's a lot of fun. You spend your whole life talking about this, don't you, Dave? I, this is it. I've done this. I've left my own company to uh, spread this message because this is the message that will free us from uh, yeah. slavery. If you are stuck in the matrix, which is the globe, uh, lost, uh, you know, not knowing who you are, your true power you'll never get your freedom back. So this is the most important topic, in my opinion, ever. I agree. Hey, real quick, on on the debt thing, if we paid back $100,000 every hour, I think maybe it's every second, but every hour, (laughs) every hour, $100,000 every hour, it would take 20, and and they stopped charging us interest, it would only take 28,000 years to pay it back. Yeah, 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 I like that. It's just great. so let's move into a solar eclipse. This is what kind of prompted me to get to have you on today because how, okay, so show folks your model of what we believe it is with the sun and the moon circling the, the, flat, the flat plane. Show, so, them, show them how that works, yeah, what so, we believe. Um, on the and again, we don't have a rock solid model, but we have a better model than the globe because right. people are like, oh, show us your map. You know, our map is the one that they use for actual navigation, right? Our map is the one where we find out that's where planes are actually flying, rather than these ridiculous, you know, trans uh, equatorial routes that these southern flights make. Uh-huh. Okay, but in our world, the sun here. I'll just speed it up. The sun and the moon go around, um, circle around from the east to the west, Mm -hmm. and the sun will lap the moon. So I'll speed it up a little bit. You'll see that the sun is going to catch up to the moon. um, From here, it'll take about 14 laps around. Because it laps the moon once every 28 days. Because it goes faster than the moon? It's it's going slightly faster. So wherever the sun is, it's noon. Okay? So the sun keeps track of the hours and the days. It's a clock, Mm -hmm. right? The moon gets lapped by the sun once every 28 days. Did you know that we used to have 13 moons of 28 days? 13 what? Months? Moon. Moons, months, moons. <laughs> oh, yeah, where the word term months comes from is moons? They stole it from moons, ah. right? And there used to be 13 of them, 28 days, and then there's like one like leap day in there. Oh, so this um, is what you're showing now to your left is where the, yep. yeah, the, the, the so okay so what about the phases how does that work so the the phases and the position of the moon keep track of the weeks and the months right so right now we're we're at a half moon and it's increasing 
And then when it's a when it's uh, on the opposite side, it'll be a full moon, and then the it'll, sun will start catching up. It'll go to a waning quarter, and then when the moon comes near towards the sun, we go into a new moon, right? And I'm going to prove to you that the whole this whole model of of the heliocentric um, reason for the phases is nonsense. So, what is the light on the sun? Well, it's arguably, provably, um, not. Wait, wait, before we go. The other thing is the stars also circle around in the same in the same manner, and the the stars. Where's my stars? Here they are. <laughs> the stars are going slightly faster than the sun. Slightly, right? The sun is lapping the moon every twenty eight days, but the stars lap the sun once a year, once every three hundred sixty five days. So right now the sun is in um, whatever cat, whatever zodiac that is, and it'll slowly drift backwards for each month to be in a different zodiac until 365 days from now it'll be right back to where it is right and that's how we have the the sun moving through all the zodiacs right I that think, makes perfect sense yeah i think i got that yeah i think i got it okay so the the stars outrun the sun the sun mm-hmm. outruns the moon mm-hmm. right very mm-hmm. very very yeah. very very simple um and then I wanted to show you, what was I going to show you? The, um, so let, let me ask, oh, ask though. So the sun is, is causing the phases because we can see it more clearly, but it's not because the earth is blocking it as advertised, right? Right. Right. So, so the, um, <clears throat> when, you look at, when you look at the moon, that's what I was going to show you. Hmm. When you look at the moon, um, it is a bright light source. It you can if you're in the middle of nowhere and there's a full moon and a clear night, um, you can read by it. Um, you can see a shadow on the ground, right? Yes. You can see it, yeah. the moon will cast a shadow on the ground. It's that bright. Um, how is it possible that a dusty, dirty ball? <laughs> these these are these are cement balls at noon. Okay, where's the light that's bouncing off of them, traveling a quarter of a million miles, ignoring the inverse square law of light, um, and casting a shadow on the ground? For us to see the moon at the brightness that we see it, if you were 100 miles from the moon, the moon would appear to be over 60 times brighter than we see the sun from the Earth. That's the only way that brightness could get to us at the brightness that we get. Because every time you double the distance to a light, it's a quarter of the brightness. So it exponentially goes down because light spreads out, just like sound spreads out and fades out. Light spreads out and fades out. So for it to be, you know, a one lumen light at a foot away, for it to be one lumen at two feet away, it has to be four times brighter. For it to be hmm. one lumen at four feet away, it has to be 16 times brighter. Eight feet away, it has to be 64 times brighter. Okay? This is not my math. This is globe math. Right. Okay? But that's, so, a, that's a terrific argument for the moon has to be something other than this dark, gray, dusty thing that they showed us on the, the moon landing, right? Oh, there's a lot of arguments. It's, it's got to be some kind of a plasma, light, living being, soul kind of trippy thing, as many people well, have conjectured know, it, over the it years. Has to, it, it definitely um, does, um, has something to do with women's reproductive cycles. You know, sure. if you ask me, this is Flat Earth Dave talking, I think that the moon is its role is delivering and removing souls from this realm. Oh, do you? Right? Okay. When you when you look at a single source light on a sphere, you have a hot spot and then it fades out. But that's not how we see the moon. Okay? 
we we see the moon and it's even evenly lit right like it's its own light right okay right. so so it has to be uh, its own light right i mean just logic it has to be it has to be it has to be everything right and how far away is it god i don't know it sure looks close to me we watched the moon rise and the sunset yesterday out on the water and uh I don't know that moon. I mean, New York City was. I could see the New York City skyline twenty-five miles away. Right. And I look at the moon on the other horizon as it's coming towards me, and it sure looked closer to New York City. And so we don't know exactly how far away it is. NASA says it's two hundred fifty thousand miles, and NASA says the sun is ninety-three million miles. Yeah, absolute nonsense, right? <laughs> Here's a you know, and we don't know the shape or size either. This is not a sphere. This one, you've seen this. Is this a sphere? That This one is flat, right? Mm. So what is going on there? What is going on? Right? We don't know. Um, if you don't know the, sh- the size or the distance, you don't know anything. Right? Also, on the moon landing thing, there was no light up there. So how did they explain that? Well, the, sun, the sunlight was lighting them up, just like the sunlight lights up the Earth. But... For us to see the sun and oh, the moon at the brightness that we see it, it would be so bright um, on the moon yeah. that they would never be able. They they would vaporize. That's what I'm. That's you, what I'm saying. You, yeah, yeah. You can't imagine the sun being twice as bright as it is, mm-hmm. right? You can't because yeah. it's the brightest thing we've ever experienced, right? It has to be over sixty times brighter for us to see it at the distances and sizes that they tell us. So that once you understand <laughs> that their math doesn't hold up, you know you got to <laughs> let go of the ball at some point. Okay, <laughs> math doesn't work. Well, that doesn't hold up. Let me ask you a question, right? and and this came up for me, and I, I don't quite understand it. So I'm walking on, I have 15 acres here, I'm taking a walk with my dog uh, last week, and I'm walking towards the south, Dave, and um, let me put up my thing here so you can see me. So I'm walking towards the south, and to my left, about 45 degrees, to my left at 45 degrees, uh, where's my left? I don't know, here's my, here's my left. Oh, oh, you know what, Dave? I have a package that I've got to get. I wanted to put you on full screen, and you rock and roll. Do whatever you want. Will you be able to hear me? No, I'm going to be back. Go ahead. All right. So, so think about this. You got the sun in the sky and the moon in the sky, and the moon. You know, we don't see it when it's a new moon, supposedly, because there's there's um no light on it. The light's on the backside, right? But when the light's on the backside of the moon, that means it's facing a fully lit Earth. And the Earth shine, just like we have moonshine, should light up the moon. We should see something. Okay? How come we don't see a moon going across a star-lit sky? And if it's a new moon, how come we don't see a circle cut out of the sky? Like a circle of missing stars. Like right here, there's look, like if there was a moon in the sky it, there should be no stars but we never see anything moving across the sky blocking stars like that it's it's quite it's quite interesting and uh one thing patrick was asking about was um the eclipse that happened just a few hours ago and um i don't know if it was a true 100 percent seleninian seleninian i can't ever pronounce that eclipse but um it, it, I, I know that it was at least partial, but we've had uh, over 50 documented Selenian eclipses where the observer can see the moon and the sun 
both above their horizon. Okay. Well, if it's the earth that's coming up in between, how the heck can we have an eclipse when they're both above the horizon? That means the earth is not in line with it. Okay. And the last one we had, the shadow came in from the top. Well, if the earth is rising up, you know, uh, getting in line, the shadow should come in from the bottom, but it came in from the top. And then the eclipse we had last night, um, it shadowed, you know, if that was a shadow, I just think it's a dimming of the moon. And then all of a sudden it just turned red. Okay. What happened there? Right. I think that it's a, a, uh, a dark body, translucent body that goes in front of the moon, uh, some sort of nodal point. You back, Patrick? I don't think you could hear me yet. I can hear, but I was listening. Uh, so I had to get a package I've been waiting for, right. and a guy knocks on the door out here in the country. They'd leave. Um, but I, I was listening a bit even downstairs, and that's what I was saying when I did in the country. Right, I had forty-four degrees. Right, the moon was to my right, to the west, and the yep. I'm sorry, the moon was to the east, and the sun was to the west, forty-five degrees. Right, from my right. where I was standing. So how is that even possible in a heliocentric model? Because they claim the Earth is is shading the moon, and it was a half moon. I mean, you can, it wouldn't it be possible, well, right? Be impossible. Yeah. Well, the eclipses, lunar eclipses, only happen. No, no. Um, I'm just talking about shading the moon, where you can see them both in the in the horizon, like you were talking about when I was downstairs, right? Right. Well, the 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 Earth right. would have to be in alignment it would have to right. be in between right but if they're both above the, the horizon Earth. of this viewer the eclipse can't happen and the problem is as they come into alignment that shadow would come in from the bottom but it comes in from the top yeah sometimes right <laughs> we're in this corkscrewing gravitational impossible heliocentric spiraling universe and somehow all of the stars reset themselves every year to the exact same position. All of the eclipses go through the same cycle and every 18 years repeat the exact same cycle. This is impossible. This is absolute and total um, nonsense. So to be clear about that, every year the sun, the stars circle around us, right? Um, Around us, right? So, yeah, well, so so check this out. We're in this heliocentric, um, crazy, crazy uh, universe, right? Where the the stars are spi- we're, we're spiraling, okay? We're orbit, we're spinning, we're orbiting at sixty six thousand miles an hour. We're chasing the sun at a half a million miles per hour, and we're flying through the world. Go out tonight, everybody, in your yard. Find a clear spot. Take a picture of the stars. Yeah. Okay. And save the picture. Put a note in your calendar every year, same night, same time, to do the same picture from the same spot, and every single star will be in the exact same position in one year even though one year in uh, one year 10 years 100 years do it every day every year for the rest of your life compare all the pictures and every star will be in the exact same position and why is that impossible in the heliocentric model say again because we're traveling four and a half billion miles a year never to return to where we were before is that what they claim is that what nasa claims yeah four and a half billion miles (laughs) come on or four and a half billion miles. And that's just one of the directions we're going. And then all of the other stars, they're all orbiting their own binary stars or, you know, supposedly orbiting each other. Everything's going like a crazy beehive, right? Where the bees are flying in all different directions. Whoops. Yeah. And um, and somehow everything resets itself. And then, you know, they tell us 
that the sun is 400 times bigger than the moon right. you know, and the moon is, you know, is um, 400 times smaller, but the sun's four is so far away that they're the that same they, size. That, yeah. that they're the same size, or maybe they're just the same size. So if that was the case, 400 times bigger, 400 times farther, the idea that they would line up perfectly is close, is, is literally 0. 0.00000 something percent chance of that ever happening. The chances of it happening again are equivalent to you winning the Powerball a second day in a row. Okay, hmm. probably way worse, right? And the problem is, there's eclipses every year, every couple of years. There's a pattern, and then 18 years later, the entire pattern repeats again and again and again. Hmm. Okay, again, this absolutely debunks the heliocentric model, right? They can't even fathom a two, a three body problem, right? Right? You know, the three body problem is no, so. In science, they have um, they have the they can get a supercomputer, right? Mm -hmm. Fix that. They get a supercomputer and they can say, okay, we got a sun, it's this big, and we got a planet, and we put it in orbit, and we get this much gravity, and it could predict what it's going to do forever and ever and ever. They can tell you exactly where it's going to be, whatever. Then you add a third body in, either a moon circling the the Earth or the um, or another one circling the sun, you know, and the entire model goes into chaos mode. Okay. It absolutely it goes into complete and total chaos mode and nobody, no supercomputer in the world can figure out what it's going to do next. That's just three bodies, right? We have all of our planets. Some of our planets have 80 moons. NASA now tells us. Okay. So we have hundreds <laughs> of bodies in our little mini solar system ourselves. Everything's held on by this magic gravity moving at ridiculous, impossible speeds. But they can't figure out what three bodies are going to do, let alone all of these bodies. And somehow they're able to predict every single thing. When we had these planetary alignments, a couple, you know, there was a couple this year where like everything lined up. Shouldn't their gravities tug? You know, shouldn't the sun's gravity, since it could hold on to Pluto, tug on our moon, which is a million times closer? Shouldn't it? But no, in a in a geocentric model. You know, oh well, the Earth's gravity holds on to the Moon, and it's more powerful than the Sun's body. But the Sun can hold on to the Earth and Jupiter and Pluto, but it ignores our Moon. This is pseudoscience, absolute nonsense. This is where they're laughing at us. Okay, I just flashed. I just us. flashed on something. Do you? Have, do you think? What? Could you? You could. You could do a debate with a NASA guy. Couldn't we do a show on that? They, no NASA guy will come on with it. They won't come on. They won't come on. No. You've tried? Neil deGrasse Tyson, we did an open letter to him. And he's like, we're, we're not going to we're not gonna talk to flat earthers. That's so <laughs> stupid. Because, well, and, but they're constantly doing damage control. Right. They're constantly doing damage control. You know, mm. you know, when we explain what gravity really is, why, you know, mm. why things go down, mm -hmm. um, they don't like that. They don't like that. You know, when we, when we describe that nuclear bombs aren't real, now Neil deGrasse Tyson on Bill Maher the other day goes, well, nuclear bombs don't have radiation anymore. Okay, what? Bill Maher's like, what are you talking about? They're, they're damage control every single day because we're exposing this stuff nonstop. And, and, and if people don't get their heads out of their rear ends and wake up, we're going into the dark ages, but there's a lot of people waking up. And look, and they we're going to have a golden age, age right, David? Up. We're going to have a golden age, us dudes. I believe so. I, I, just, I think so, too. 
I do. But people just can't sit on their hands. They got to speak out and say something. There's there's plenty of people that know that need to speak out. There's plenty of people that don't know. You got to start thinking. You got to start using your God-given brain. Okay? Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's so many people here that are have been calcified. Their pineal glands have been calcified with all the garbage, right? Their blood has been poisoned. They're breathing in garbage. They're eating garbage. They're watching garbage. The news steers your mind. North, east, west, south. News is steering your mind with the headlines. What are headlines? Worrying lines in your forehead, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. The headlines to keep you worried, right? What do you watch when you watch the news? What do you get? You get cancer when you watch the news. That's what you get, okay? Yeah. Uh, because it's just absolute and total nonsense, and it's putting every cell in your body in fear. Like, you're watching the news, like, oh, my God, Putin's going to bomb us. We need to do something. You know, we're going to be nuked. It's the end of the world. Well, what if you found out nukes weren't real? What if you found out radiation, that cut, that nuclear bombs don't have radiation because there's no such thing as nuclear bomb. Um, what if you found that out? Then every time you hear that on the news, if you're still watching the news, you can just laugh. Every cell in your body will laugh. Laughing fears, you know, yeah. illness. So I, they want us in fear. They want us <clears throat> limiting our thoughts. They want to stuck in the matrix, the globe. It's a prison. The hmm. globe is a prison, right? What's beyond? What's, there's more. This place is an amazing creation. We are the beneficiaries of this creation. And the, the evil elite that are running this place don't want us to know that. No. Well said. Well said. I think that was the main, the main uh, argument for doing the whole thing. Um, 60 years ago in grade school, they were telling me, Patrick, that Russia was going to nuke us at any moment. And we would yeah. go under the desk and we would do our little things. Duck and cover. Yeah, I did duck it. and cover and come on. Yeah, I, I'm with you, David. I don't think they exist. I don't know why. Just intuitively... I just don't right. think they I don't know. Well, well, I, I mean, just real quick, you know, um, there's video of them stacking TNT at Ground Zero. But three days after the bombs went off, there was bombs, right? Sure. Um, the trains were open. The sandwich shops were open. People were selling flowers on the street and everybody was back to work. Okay. Well, Tokyo opened right here. The Nagasaki opened right three days later. Does that sound like a nuclear bomb? And then nobody was allowed to report on it except one guy. He's the only one allowed to take pictures. The only one allowed to write articles. Really? Anyone else that did was put in jail. Really? Okay. Yeah. So they controlled the whole thing. And now look at, you know, Hiroshima, Nagasaki. Thriving cities, plants, animals, and people thrive there. They have less cancer there than we have here in the United States. Mm. Okay. Wow. So there you go. So this is a good one from Wayne. So do you think then when Elon Musk shoots up a rocket that flat earthers say the satellites are just on balloons? That he doesn't really even shoot these rockets up. Thanks for the show. Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. yeah. So, so when when you catch somebody faking something once, okay, hmm. um, you can basically say, okay, they're liars, and um, you know, they're they're not, they're 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 just liars, right? No. Right. If you catch them NASA faking um, stuff in space just once, right? You you can basically unwind it to everything they everything they they ever told us is a lie. So I'm trying to find um. Here we go. Here we go. There it is. So this is this this should be enough. This is Elon Musk with his rocket that's going to go to Mars. This is a test flight, right. and this is unedited. I'm going to show it to you. Okay. You have to watch it. It's about one minute. Okay. okay? Sure. So. So look how slow this thing is moving. What is this? What is this little flame? Okay. Now no, notice camera angles. The camera angles from the side, right? We're gonna have a far shot in a second. We got, there's a far mm-hmm. shot. It's not very high. 
Because look at the angle. If it was really high, you'd be looking up uh, at it, right? But here's the onboard. So now look, how high is this? This looks like it's maybe 50 feet in the air, if you ask me. But then all of a sudden, we have this shot up here. Now the engines have turned off, and it's free-falling. Look at the smoke. Now use your head. Is this 40,000 pounds of steel falling out of the sky, or is this something else? Now look at the smoke. It's barely moving. It's barely moving. Wow. Okay, what is this? All right now watch the aerial shot. Now look how high it is. Oh, my God. This is what they showed us live. Okay? Now, now it's coming down. Now look at the side angle. This is a ground shot. How? What the heck is going on? Now look how high they are all of a sudden. Okay? This is, It gets worse. Ready? <laughs> now there's three engines. They're going to turn on. Mm-hmm. It's going to flip over upright. Yeah. The cameraman's going to dive at it, go right underneath it like a movie. Two of the three engines are going to burn out. Watch. One, two. One, two. And this little flame is going to land this thing in, in a whole bunch of CGI smoke. Ready? CGI smoke. And it's going to land upright. If you think this is real, and of course it's a large penis. Okay? Yeah, if you think this is real, I can't help you. <laughs> if you understand that this is fake, every single thing Elon does is fake. It's fake. Okay? There's a video. I have a video. It's called um, Elon Musk Fraud. It's by Greg Reese. Look yeah, Greg we, Reese. we put it on the front page the other day. Damn right. Ooh. That is uh, amazing. Uh, Greg Reese is um, full on flat earther. He knows. Um, and uh, it, it's like if you can't see through this, right? Elon Musk is coming off as our hero because they, they're putting him out there. He's buying Twitter. Right. Free, free it up. Free speech. Yeah. Right. Nonsense. It's absolute and total nonsense. Okay? Dave, on on this thing you just showed us, uh, that's amazing footage, uh, uh, allegedly from Elon Musk. Steven Spielberg could do a better job than that. Come on. I mean, you know. I could do a better job. That would be a dumb thing to put in a movie. Nobody would believe it. Nobody would believe it. I could do a better job. Ready? Ready? Ready for this? Yeah, what's this one? I'll show you this one in a second. But here's in in a field, all right? Look at this landing. Somebody says that's real? No. Oh. I made that oh, one. Oh, you lighter. made that one. I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> it was the lighter. <laughs> the budget was like $4. $4. Right? Okay. I understand. $4. Okay. You know, NASA gets $65 million every single day. All right? But if once you look at, like, people don't understand these vertical landings are impossible. Mm. This is impossible. Mm. Okay? All right? This is just a cartoon. Right. And then and then I'm going to let me just go through a couple of these. Sure. So. So. We have the argument. Fish I land. Look, it's flat. No, it's curved. Right. So these little milk crates are going to land this thing. It's going to land on a raft out in the 800 miles off the Florida coast, 800 miles off the coast. Right. If you're on the ocean, it's rarely calm, but it's always calm when they're landing these rockets. Right. So this thing is falling. Right. It's falling. There's the rock. There it is right there. Look, see, there's the And it's going to land on this drone ship with no person ever there. And just before it lands, the camera always freezes. And then they're like, oh, oh, he missed it. And then they show a picture later. Oh, the camera went out. Right. So here's a, here's another one. Okay. So you got the drone ship view. Right. What? What? Like that could have just been someone could be holding this little model and going, whoop, dropping it right in. Right? Drop it right in. Right? Here, here's another one coming down. These little fins, these little grid fins, these little milk crates 
are steering this thing, right? There's one video of them landing, right? Oh, look, there it is. In the middle of the night, no one's there to witness it. You know, almost perfect bullseye, right? In like 30 knots in, in with like five to 10 foot waves. There's no way that you, you, you'd have a hard time standing on that thing, let alone this thing, by the way, these legs, this looks small. A six foot tall person can walk underneath them. That's how big it is. Okay, watch when this thing's come down. Uh, there's, there's, it's like 10 feet between the bottom of the rocket and the ground. Okay? This thing is huge. I don't even think you could balance it on a raft that small. Okay? And it's landing on these rafts 800 miles out in the ocean. Look, flat, flat earth. What? It's almost concave. Wait, curved earth. Right? They go back and forth because they want us arguing. Oh, look, the earth is flat. Yeah. When reality, no one's ever up there. Again, here they come. Again, it's just uh, it's just gonna land. All right, now look how high it is. It's above the clouds. This thing is free falling. Imagine throwing a car off the Empire State Building. How fast is that thing gonna go? This thing's gonna go in this little flame. This little flame is gonna hold it upright and steer it to land it directly on a little raft floating in the middle of the ocean. People need to start thinking. Hmm. But they said, oh, my God, they, they couldn't, they wouldn't lie about that. They wouldn't lie I just have to believe. You know, Neil deGrasse, look, camera went out because of the vibrations, right? The vibration. Oh, there it is. It's landed. Okay. They say the vibrations make the camera go out, but the camera that's mounted to the vibrating thing never it doesn't go out when the other one does. Okay. Uh, does, does it really does it really cut you to the quick kind of thing or get your goat if i can use that term that they really are making fun of us dave oh, does that really get to you does it get to you it, it, it does there, there's yeah. this one uh, you know this this youtuber he got to go up on space on uh, blue origin and it is the most edited nonsense ever hmm. and the problem is people have a hard time like oh that guy looks like a really nice guy he's got a huge youtube channel he's got 58 million subscribers wow. you know he gets 20 to 50 million views per video which means he's making millions and millions of dollars because you get four thousand dollars for every million views okay and he sold out somehow for some reason i don't know you know how how they did it why they did it what he did it but they they got him and he faked being in space and uh, the footage is unbelievable. We're like, show us the uncut footage of when they're floating for that minute or that four minutes. But they only show us one or two seconds at a time. Edit, 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 edit. Here's an email from uh, Whitney. What is the flat earth explanation for change of seasons and shortening of daylight hours after the summer solstice? Yeah, so that, that, that's a great one, and it's the easiest one. And actually, seasons are my favorite question whatsoever that absolutely prove that we're on a flat Earth. So let me let me show you here. And this is going to take a minute, and it's okay. worth the time. You, you got my screen up. Yeah. Okay? So here, uh, the inner, I can't reach all the way over. So this outer yellow line here is the Tropic of Capricorn, and the inner yellow line is the Tropic of Cancer. Now look at the sun right now. It's close to the Tropic of Capricorn. It's going over Australia. But if I jump forward two months to December, right, the end of the you know, beginning of January, end of December, the sun is over the Tropic of Capricorn. So if I was on Australia, the sun goes right over my head. It's high in the sky. Yes. Okay. But if I'm up, up here in Connecticut, I'm looking out south at the sun. So it's lower, just like streetlights are lower I, in the distance. I see. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Right? 
And so, and so anything in between those two tropics is called the tropics. That makes sense. Anything inside the inner circle is called the Arctic region. And anything outside this outer circle is called the Antarctic region. Now look at this. If you talk about wordplay, what is it? If I'm inside, if I'm in the middle, inside the Tropic of Cancer, what is the sun doing? Is it arcing around me? Yeah, it's arcing around me. So I'm in the Arctic region. Arctic, ooh. Okay, That's and now cool. if I'm outside, anywhere outside, if I'm out here in Antarctica, is it arcing around me? No, it's Antarking. It's coming to me and away. Antarking, the Antarctic. Okay. That's pretty Antarctic. cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I like it. All right. So, so just to, just to run this home for, for the listener, mm-hmm. um, thought experiment. So you and I, uh, you come up to visit me here in Connecticut in uh, January, which is a big mistake. And we're sitting outside in a frozen field and it is freezing and we're 20 feet apart because we need the social distance because, you know, mm-hmm. you know how it is. And, um, and we're, we're trying to drink our beers. Our beers are frozen. It's just freezing outside. Okay. We're bundled up. And then, um, uh, the person that wrote that question, and it comes over and it's got a 15 foot stick with a big, powerful heat lamp and holds it 15 feet directly over your head. And you're like, ah, and it melts all the snow around you. Your beer melts. You're drinking it. And I say, Patrick, if you if that's you're warm, that must be your summer. Where's your sun? And you're like, oh, it's up here. It's, it's up here. And then I'm like, well, I see it over there and i'm pointing at like 45 degrees mm-hmm. it's farther away it's lower in the sky for me mm-hmm. now that if she walks over to me keeping it exactly 15 feet in the sky and it takes her six months to get to me i'm gonna watch it go higher and higher and higher and higher and higher in, in the, the sky. sky in the sky so it's my summer and you're gonna watch it go down huh. you're gonna watch it go oh it's going away it's going away Right? Winter, it's summer and winter. Summer and winter. It's summer and winter. The whole tilted <laughs> idea, you know, they tell us that we're tilted away from the sun in our summer, you know, in our winter. <clears throat> and, and so the sun has to spread over a bigger area. That's cool. But what about sunrise? That's the worst tilt ever. Sunrise is an 89 degree tilt, not a 34 degree tilt. 80, you know, when the sun's on the horizon in the summer, as soon as it shows up here on the horizon, I could feel the heat. It's strong. It's warm. I could take my shirt off, right? And in June and July, it's super warm, even when it's at the most possible Mm -hmm. tilt possible. Okay. And they tell us in the heliocentric model that the sun is, is, um, three and a half million miles farther away from the earth. So we got the worst tilt ever three and a half million miles farther. And I could feel the heat. It's warm, but in the winter in December 21st, at solar noon, when the sun is still low in the sky, but it's way higher than the horizon, it's like, you know, 40 degrees up in the sky, I could look at the sun and barely feel the heat. I can't take my coat off because I'm freezing with a much more direct angle, and it's three and a half million miles closer, according to heliocentrism, okay? Here's the problem with what I just said. There's no problem with it. The problem is that most people just short circuit and are like, I can't think that many thoughts at once because I wasn't taught to think that way. I was taught something else and I can't get it out of my head. And I can't understand the perfect sense that you just made that absolutely disproves the globe. That's the problem. I understand that. Well said. Yeah, here's an email from Dennis. I saw a video showing the rays of the sun through the clouds. Clearly, you can see the angle of the rays relative to the position 
of the sun to the earth. If the sun was 93 million miles away, there would be no angles of the rays, but just straight lines rays. The sun is much closer. Anyone with eyes and a brain can see only come to that conclusion. Can Dave explain the moving sun with regards to the changing seasons? Oh, I think we just did that. We just did that. We did. Yeah. So, so the sun spirals six months into the mm. Tropic of Cancer in. and six months out, right? And so if you're in between those tropics, the sun will pass over you twice. If you're outside of them, mm. it only comes near you and then it goes away, mm. okay? It comes near you and then it goes away once a year, okay? But if you're in between the tropics, like you're on the equator, it'll cross over you twice. That's why it's so hot on the equator, because the sun's never that far away, mm -hmm. right? So here, here's the thing. It sounds like you have some people here that are actually curious, that are smart enough to yeah. like, let me hear what he has to say. I have questions, right? If, if you want to learn about the flat earth, um, first, come to the summit this week. Yeah, weekend. do it's the worth, summit. Yeah, yeah. It's worth it. But if you don't want to spend 50 bucks, I get it. I get it. It's a mistake, but I get it. Get the app. <laughs> Okay, my app is called the Flatter Sun, Moon, and Zodiac Clock app, and I'm offering three bitcoins if you can take the challenge. Here's the challenge. Every day there's a new video right here. Click it, up comes the video with other videos that follow it. Just watch that video every day for two weeks. At the end of that two weeks, if you think the Earth is a globe, hit me up with one globe proof, you win three bitcoins. But before you do, you have to hit the, the question mark button up in the upper right there. Hmm. If I hit it, up comes the top questions that everybody asks. Like, Hey, what about the ISS? What about gravity? What about seasons, which we just talked about? If I hit what about seasons, up come videos that they don't want you to see. This playlist alone will blow your mind. Oh. Okay. Um, but these are these are videos that they don't want you seeing. Um, there's tons of other resources, but Patrick, the, the best thing on here, especially if you're already a flat earther, is um the ability to find other flat earthers around you. Okay. So this is called the Friend Finder. These are the other flat earthers that are just around me. Oh, in the and Northeast. Wow, look at this. Those. This is just, and I could tap on one of them and I could say, hey, I can send that person a message. Oh, right? man. I can do messaging. Um, I can do all sorts of things. I can go, um, I could say, you know what? I'm going to have a meetup. Hold on a second. I just uh, froze <laughs> my app for a second. <laughs> I'm going to have a meetup on um, this weekend or whatever. So I'll go into the friend finder and I'll say, um, I'm going to turn on my radius counter and I say 50 kilometers and I say save. And then if I hit the radius button on the bottom, right, there's 476 people within 50 kilometers. I'm going to say, Hey, um, come to my house, <laughs> come to Rico's pizza, 123 main street this Saturday at 4 PM. Bring, bring your friends, right? So bam, there it is. I'm not going to wow. hit send. And and then I could send it, and everybody, everyone gets gets a gets a message, and they can communicate back and forth, um, and it's kind of amazing. It's a, it's it's the best way to meet people. I mean, there's already people getting married. There's already babies. Well, I was this just thinking, we site. you should do like flatearthdating.com and do a flat earth dating site. Well, Patrick, this is, uh, you know, there's profiles in there, so you can click and you kind of poke around. Oh. Like, oh, this person's interesting. You can introduce yourself. But here's the thing, Patrick. <laughs> every single blue dot on here, yeah. every single one is an awake and aware, beautiful mind, right? This is the UK. Look at all these people in the UK, wow. right? And look at the US. Look at, look at the east side of the US. It's Whoa. incredible, right? And it's growing by leaps and bounds every day. Is it? Um, so Tell so, folks yeah, about the app and how do they get that? 
the app is called the Flat Earth Sun, Moon, and Zodiac Clock app. Don't try to remember the name. It's flatearthdave.com, top link. Click it. It's for Android. It's for Apple. It's only $3. However, full disclosure, if you want to send messages or read messages from other people, you can see the friend finder. But if you want to do that, if you want to use the weather app in there, which is an ad-free, amazing weather app, and um, a couple other very small features that have to do with the friend finder, you have to subscribe. And the subscription, are you ready? It's a it's a it's a uh, bank breaker. It's eleven dollars a year. Oh well, yeah, I can't and, handle that. Yeah. It's eleven dollars a year, but I made it. You know, there's there's some people like, hey, you know, and I'm on my parents' cell bill. I can't put that thing on there. Is there yeah. any way you can do it? Yeah. I, so what we have is a referral program on the top middle button up there if i click it those are the number of people that have used my referral code which is d-i-t-r-h stands for deep inside the rabbit hole so i tell <laughs> someone about the app they download the app they put in my referral code it says hey do you have a referral code put in my referral code and bam my number goes up by one okay so if you get 11 or more um referrals you can cash them in for a year subscription oh, that's great right i'm Pretty really good i'm really i'm glad that you're doing these things that really Really, really affordable stuff because so much stuff out there now, the technology is very, very expensive. I just tuned in, says Nancy, but my main question is how deep is our flat earth? Are we just a half a sphere with all the uh, water, oil, and gas beneath it? Hmm. That, that, that's a great question. Yeah, um, and I'm, I'm going to answer it, but I want to make one more point yeah. on, the, on, the, on the friend finder. Everyone's like, you know, you can charge, you should charge $50 for this app. I want everyone to have it. That's why it's $3, okay? And you don't need the subscription um, if you just want to learn stuff and you don't care about communicating with other people and doing a few other things. That's all fine. But I actually want you to subscribe because this app is costing me over five figures a month to run. Really? So I need a lot of the the server costs, the, the 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 friend finder, all of this stuff costs money, and it's just getting costing more and more and more. I'm not complaining at all because. But you need, yeah, you got to get the people to yeah to do this thing. Yeah. yeah. But eleven dollars a year, you know, if if people subscribe, I can make it bigger and bigger. I'm adding more and more and more features to it. But what was the question that she just asked? Because I have a good how answer. deep oh, is the stuff. how deep uh, is the ocean? How deep? No, let me no. How deep is the flat earth? How deep is the flat earth? Yeah. So the deepest hole ever dug is called the Great Borehole, and it's in Russia. And uh, they 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 dug this hole for years, and they used ground penetrating radar to see what they were going to hit next. Yeah, and um, it was wrong every step of the way. They're like, hey, there's no more water. They hit water. Hey, there's no more rocks. They hit rocks. You know, hey, you know, they're wrong. And they dug, and then about seven and a half miles. They hit something impenetrable, and they couldn't get through it. They tried with heat. They tried blowing it up. Really? They tried drilling hmm. the diamond. They tried for years and years and years and years and years, and they couldn't get through it. Okay? So what is that equivalent to? Well, if the Earth was an apple, a Macintosh apple that has very thin skin, hmm. they drilled a quarter of the way through that skin. A quarter of the and, way through the and skin. And they stopped. They were wrong every step of the way but somehow they know the next 4,000 miles to the core, okay? This meme was in everyone's pseudoscience book in school, and there's absolutely zero evidence of this. And talk about the elite laughing. What's at the center of our Earth? Do you remember in Earth science? What's at the center of our Earth? Uh, I don't know. A molten magnetic core. Oh, molten, A molten mag magnetic core, right? Oh. That's where our, 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 hmm. our magnetic field comes from, nonsense, okay? <laughs> um, well, if you know anything about magnets, when you heat a magnet, before it melts, it hits something that's called the Curie point. And when it hits the Curie point, it loses all magnetism. 
So a molten magnetic core inside of this beam that there's zero scientific evidence for is a joke. It is literally mocking. Hey, these people are so stupid. They don't know that you can't have a molten magnet. Okay. Right. And then, then we believe that that lava is getting sent up cracks and shooting out of the top of volcanoes. That's also nonsense. Excellent. Excellent. Everything's nonsense, Patrick. I know. Yeah, we do a thing on everything. my show every now and then is I, I ask people to write down on a list of everything you believe to be true. Everything. Whatever. Reincarnation, karma, I don't know. The money system, you know, dollars of money is real. Whatever. And you'd be surprised. It's really fun to look at that list all the time and say, do I know that or do, do I just believe it? Do I know that? How much stuff yeah. do we know for sure? For sure. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I know I, that I'm I alive know. and conscious. That's about it. I don't know. I yeah. don't know. There's, we might, that's, that's debatable, too. You might be the only person in this game. Everyone else is part of a simulation. Okay? Well, we don't know for sure. But yeah. But I can tell you some things for sure. I can tell you that my thoughts create my reality. I know that. You're right. Okay. You're That's right. something absolutely provable. Yes. Right? Yeah. I can tell you that amazing coincidences happen when I think of things. Yes. When I focus my energy purely, things magically happen. Yes. Right? Magic might not be the wrong word. We live in a in a magical place. We live in a place where our thoughts create a reality, where nobody has control over us. The only people that have control over you is in your imagination. Yes. Okay. We live in a world where we allow people to break our free will because they're not breaking our free will. We're agreeing to it. We're allowing, they're not allowed to break our free will, but they can trick us and scare us and do all sorts of stuff where we're like, Oh yes, yes, please stick that in me. And please, you know, take 40% of everything I do and, and please do all of this stuff. Uh, because without it, there would be chaos. They, they taught us that utopia isn't real. Okay. Hmm. Nonsense. Okay. They're, they're, they're programming our minds um, with fear and lack. You know, in school, they tell us how much of our DNA do we use? 2%. How much of our brain, brain do we use? 10%. Okay. Right. In reality, we use 100% of our brain. Well, some of us do. And, <laughs> and, our, and our DNA is, is amazing. Yeah. But, some reason, you know, people want to change their DNA, but we're not going to get into that yeah. because I want to put this on YouTube. Well, well said, well said, and and uh, I know for a fact that as a spiritual being in a body, that the only way anything gets into me is if I break it from the inside. If I get fearful, if I get you know want to attack somebody and, and get defensive, otherwise nothing can get in and and touch me. Nothing, nothing. Patrick, you know, there's so many natural cures for things, but you're not allowed to talk about that, right? You're not allowed to talk about that. You have to just, you know, oh, take yeah. pharma, you got to do all that stuff. And there's natural cures and, and all of the pharmaceutical allopathic stuff is chemicals made from petroleum trying to Im mimic, mimic, imitate yeah. um, a natural natural substances, you know? I was, like, I was like, oh, essential oils? How stupid, a little drop, what's it going to do? But then one day I hurt my back really bad and the doctor gave me this... Um, muscle relaxer mm -hmm. and I took it. It was a tiny little pill and I took it and boom, like my, like what the hell is going on? <laughs> right. And then I started doing some research on this pill and I found that it, that it's 99% filler. The 99% of that pill size was just like flour. And the medicine was just like a tiny little dust particle. And so then I'm like, Oh wow, maybe these essential oils have some real power. 
And uh, you should see my medicine cabinet. It's all, it looks like Dr. Jekyll with all the little, yeah, little there. Bars, no, yeah. no, no allopathic medicine at all. And when a doctor tells you something's incurable, you should be go, oh, I should have known that because I have to cure it from within. Yes, sir. We can cure everything. Yeah. It's all yeah. incurable. Which I think is part of the heliocentric idea that we're just insignificant things floating around in space and all the answers are out there rather than inside, yeah. rather than inside, right? Everybody go to flatearthdave.com, click on the summit, use the code FEDAVE50 to get 50% off and and bring the whole family, okay? <laughs> bring the whole family. Let you know share it with your boyfriend and girlfriend. Don't say I said that, but you can you can uh, you know, share it and and watch it together and talk about it cuz it's going to be amazing speeches. Peggy Hall, Amanda Vollmer, Dave Murphy gonna blow oh, your Dave, mind. Oh, we love Dave. He's cool. Yeah. Dave's gonna blow your mind. David Avocado Wolf. He's he's oh. he's on uh, on eleven eleven at eleven eleven. He's doing his speech. Okay? Oh, that's fun. You got you got you got David Wolf, David Murphy. Oh, good. Dave Murphy, Dave Wolf, and then Brian from High Impact Flicks. He's gonna be good. And then Iru and Jaron and Austin. And of course, this good-looking guy right here, David Weiss. David Weiss. I'm, I'm doing I'm doing a um, a speech on how to talk to family and friends, um, who not to talk to, uh, with uh, Caleb <laughs> from TikTok. Right. This guy is is a is a driving force on TikTok, waking up so many people with um, his flat Earth um, short little videos. They're amazing. So, I don't know how to say this without sounding kind of egocentric and or whatever. I don't know, but. It's really amazing that the people who really understand the heliocentric model is is a phony. Um, they really get a lot of other stuff. The same people, you know what I'm saying? They get it. You know, they get a lot of stuff. You. Yeah, they get a lot of stuff. I was, you know, I was talking to people, you know, about the, what I called exposing the big three: the New York event, the right. Connecticut event, the right. Boston event, all right. these other things. And people are like, ah, you know, I don't know, I don't know. Then you wake them up to the flat Earth, and all of a sudden they can see. They're like, whoa, look at everything! <laughs> all of this stuff is nonsense, right? And um, and once you see the flat Earth, once you see the globe lie, once you see the level horizontal plane with hills and valleys. Yes, we have hills and valleys. Okay. It's a level plane. The science of water at rest, large bodies of water at rest, lay level, scientifically testably, scientifically provably level, period. Levels not curve, <laughs> although Globers will try to tell you that. We interviewed Dr. Thomas Cowan. I'll send you the video. And he, he went through these things like DNA, RNA, um, uh, mitochondria, uh, blood-brain barrier, immune system. And you know what? It's all made up, David. It's Can all. You tell them the Earth was flat. It's all. Uh, I think you know. I, I didn't go there, but it's all made up. They just make this whole thing up. The whole medical model. It's all made up. It's, it's all made all, up. It's, it's all made up. It's just all it's smoke all and mirrors, man. <laughs> uh, here so, is uh, Taylor. He, as an individual who has engaged with a, a variety of personalities besides the claims of gravity, how do those that subscribe to the heliocentric? Oh, this is what your speech is going to be. But respond to the lack of demonstrable empirical and physical evidence of liquid water flowing as a body without a uh, container. Never mind the observation that the surface of liquid water, uh, when calm, or at rest, lays level. But that's what you said, this guy. Right. I mean, you you know, they say flat earthers are crazy. <laughs> you can pull out my screen. Okay, right? I got it. We say, we say down is down. 
we say down for Australia, South America, that down is this way, okay? Onto a level, observably non-moving flat surface. But the ones that say we're crazy think down is this, okay? From all these different directions. <laughs> while spinning, while flying through a space vacuum, adjacent, a- atmosphere adjacent to a space vacuum, okay? It's the dumbest crap ever. I can't take it anymore. Okay. Patrick. Patrick. It, it's so incredible. Like, first, when I heard about Flat Earth, we all have the same story. We laughed at the people. You're idiots. I'm not looking. Hats off to the controllers. They did an amazing programming job on that. Okay. Hats off. But um, when, we, uh, when, when, when you finally look and then you really learn and then you learn more, you look back and go, how did I ever believe that nonsense? I, I know. Because here's the thing. Flat earthers know a thousand times more about the globe model, the fake globe model, than globers do. Because if they knew a tenth, I used to say a quarter, if they knew a tenth hmm. of what we know about the globe, they'd be flat earthers. Hmm. Because hmm. the globe is absolute, demonstrably, provably false, right? Mm-hmm. On a globe, on a globe, you have a physical horizon. You can't see beyond this physical horizon. Okay? On a globe, there's a physical horizon, right? You can't see my mouth because it's being blocked. But on a flat earth, and that that visible horizon is at a scientifically testably, provably measurable distance. Okay? You know how far the physical horizon is on a globe, ninety, um, the, the size that they tell us the earth is? If you're standing at the edge of a perfectly calm ocean, how far away should the drop be where you can no longer see the surface of the water? Do you know? Uh, I used to know that. I don't. It's three miles. Okay. Think about that. So you're on a little island in the middle of the Pacific, wherever. Right. And the water is glass. Beautiful. Calm. Right? You're going to see a circle of a horizon that goes all the way around you at just three miles away. Because the water will drop over six feet in three miles, and it'll be below that physical edge. On a, okay, on, you with me? On the globe model, right? On the globe model, oh. right? So it has to be three miles away. So now you're standing there, and you're looking west, and you're looking out at this water, waiting for a ship to show up because you're stuck on this island, and the sun's going down. The sun's going down. Now the sun is in the sky, and we're supposedly falling over backwards faster than the speed of sound, which makes it look like the sun's going down rather than just knowing that it's going away. Hmm. Okay. And when it gets below that physical horizon, we're going to, we're going to, you know, we, we have that physical horizon and the sun's going to just go below it. Right. But we got our, our physical horizon and the, and we're spinning away and the sun goes below it. So we have that physical horizon blocking the sun. That physical horizon where we see the sun intersecting with the earth is only going to be three miles away if it was the globe. Three miles away? Have you ever watched the sunset over the ocean? Do you think that it's intersection huge. that you're looking yeah. at is three miles away? No way. No. <laughs> it's like 50 miles away. A long way away. Yeah, it's way far away. Wow. But the problem is, and I'll be talking about it on the show, is the, the celestial versus terrestrial um, perspective and... Um, it's amazing what you can hide with celestial perspective. Hmm. Uh, they, they have a, uh, an all-star cast of a whole weekend, and you don't have to watch it live. You can 
pay your 50 bucks or uh, by using promo code FEDAVE50. Go to flatearthdave.com and sign up. 50 bucks, and then if you, you can watch what you want this weekend and then see the whole thing on recording later on, right? You'll have the, yeah. You can watch it anytime you want. You can back up. If you miss something, you can back up, watch it in double time and catch up. You know, let's say you have to stop for dinner. You sure? And you put that up. Yeah, you can watch it double time, catch up. Um, we also have Conspiracy Music Guru, the arguably the, the single best amazing uh, musician, musician in the world. Really? He's better than anybody. If you go to conspiracymusicguru.com mm-hmm. um, and, uh, and look and listen to his videos and music, I mean, he's constantly getting deplatformed with his truth songs, but his stuff is absolutely amazing. And in the app, he did a bunch of children's books. Amazing, amazing, based on his on his videos. Um, if you have if you're a flat earther, and you have little kids, right? Let them listen to his videos. His you know the you know the moon videos. We never went to the moon, and the kids will love them. They'll learn all the lyrics in their head, and then they get the book and they can read the book because the lyrics are in their head. Kids like before they can talk, they can read because of this. Yeah, right. It, it's literally the great one of the greatest teaching tools ever. Hmm. It, seems it seems a bit late, but what's the eclipse? What is an eclipse on a flat Earth? Well, we've done that, um, and so I'm going to post this video on BitChute probably half an hour, and then you can go on and watch it. And Dave goes through the whole thing on the eclipse, so we don't do that again. Right, and also in 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 my app on the on the um, on the if you go to the 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 frequently asked questions page mm-hmm. on the bottom right there, eclipses. Clip that, and up comes a whole bunch of videos on eclipses. Amazing! And now we know that we can't fully explain the eclipse, but I can explain it ten possible ways on a flat Earth, and I could prove to you that the official explanation makes absolutely no sense at all okay absolutely no sense at all so all of those videos there that'll keep you busy for a while um and and these videos don't show up on google you know when you when you search for them so if you want to learn about it um you know i made the app to bypass google censorship and um that's that's exactly what it's doing you know energetically which i'm fascinated with and possible plasma you know moon possible um, liquid plasma um, planets, right? Possible. So last night or this morning was a solar eclipse, a full one. I was up almost all night. Uh, just, just, that was it. I was just awake. I put this on face plant this morning. You should see all the people that had the same experience. Oh, I didn't know it was eclipse in the moon. No wonder I didn't sleep. Ah, that's why I couldn't sleep. Ah, similar experience. I'm tired. Over and over. <laughs> so there's something energetically going on with these beans, whatever they are, David Wise. Something's going on. There's, there's, there's something, something, you know, yep. that happens around eclipses, and the elite love doing their rituals on the eclipses. Oh, so who do knows? They? <laughs> who knows who they ate last night? Do they know? Well, I think it's fascinating, before we go to the idea of how flat earth has turned into a meme of crazies, right? They, you hear Obama say it, you hear, you know, everybody, they use the term, oh, you got to be a flat earther, believe that. And they, they do the same thing with racism, within, you know, insurrectionists, with, uh, you know, uh, I don't know, just fascists, right? They just put these memes on, on things, and then they run with it, and they repeat it over and over and over again. Yep. Yep, that's what they do. Those rascals. Okay, kiddo, thanks so much. Sorry I kept you so long, but it was fun. I why well, we got to. Uh, it's, it's 
It's always good talking to you, Patrick. Thank you. FlatEarthDave.com for all the links. Hope to see you at the summit. It's going to be amazing. I think the VIP tickets are sold out, but that's okay. You still have a great time with the regular tickets. Um, FlatEarthDave.com. Just scroll down to the summit. It's right there. Click. You're in. Use the code FEDAVE50. Or use PEGGY50 if you want to support PEGGY. PEGGY 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 Hall. Hall. Yeah, PEGGY50. PEGGY50, So yeah. what's the difference between a premium ticket if it's virtual? I lost you there. So, so no, the, the regular tickets, um, you're just going to be a viewing link. But the, the VIPs, we're going to have 95 people in a in a YouTube room. Not a YouTube, but in a, in a Zoom room. Like, we'll have them set mm-hmm. up a stadium and um, and those are people that can ask questions live. Oh, cool! Okay? That's fun. Now there also will be a chat. We'll have moderators reading the chat on uh, on the regular stream. And so if you put in uh, questions there, you know, put them in capitals. Um, we'll we'll get to them. You know, if they're if they're good questions. Good. And oh. did you put this whole thing together? No, no. This is done by Jaron from the Jaronism Channel and Austin from the Witsit Gets It, who's um he's an amazing kid that uh. It knows the science. He can quote the science. Like I, like I forget the the scientists' names and the years. He's got it all, and he takes these what we call the anti flat earthers, the trolls, the globy trolls, mm. and he puts them in their place. It's amazing. What's his name? Austin Witsit from the channel Witsit Gets It. How do you spell that? W i w i t s i t gets it. And he's cool, huh? We should. He's uh, amazing. He does these debates. You know, watch his stuff. It, it's um, he's literally uh, a a secret weapon mm, <laughs> that, that yeah, we have. Yeah, um, mm. because you know these anti flat Earth channels that YouTube promotes, they're just putting out nonsense. They constantly change their rules. Like like you know the the Metabunk, which is a disgusting site, but these guys have the, <laughs> the curve calculator called Metabunk. But then we proved that it was wrong with what we call the black swan, where we could see the water beyond something that should be 50 feet over the curve, hmm. and we could see the surface of the water beyond it. And so he changes the, the, the calculator. So now, get, check this out. Glober's claim that even though there's a physical horizon, you can never see it because of refraction. Refraction? What, what does yeah. that mean? I don't Wait, know you mean. can't see, you can't, refraction because light, magically pops up in a mirage and stops at your eye level mm-hmm. it's the dumbest thing ever right you you can't see the physical curve three miles away because of refraction mm. because of it it's so dumb have you so dumb. have you seen the video of the chicago uh, tv station and they yeah they could see this thing way far away and people say how can that possibly be because the curve is supposed to be and, and the guy it's said it's a mirage <laughs> yeah, so so this is what we did we got two of our guys um <laughs> rick hummer and rob skiba and they got on a boat on a day where you can see Chicago, and mm. they went across the lake 50 miles, keeping it in the camera yep. the whole time. The whole time. If it was a mirage, it should have vanished at some point. And they kept it in the whole time, showing you it's not a mirage. It's there. And if it was a globe using their, their calculations for a curve, you wouldn't be able to see it. It would just You wouldn't just be able to. The, I think the disappear. very tippy top of some of the tallest buildings Maybe you would see. might show up. But... um. We could see all the way down to the bottom. Yeah, well, well, it's great fun having you, brother. Uh, good luck, and uh, we'll promote your little thing for you. And uh, right. and this week, thanks a lot for being here. Appreciate your work. Yeah, you're the bomb, man. You. You're the bomb. Thank you. See you. Flat Earth Dave. Flat Earth Dave dot com. Everything that you need is at Flat Earth Dave dot com. Everything that you need, Flat Earth Dave dot com. And um, he's a trip. Huh? He just has so much fun because it's like the, the more every time we talk to him, the more 
excited and passionate he gets. And um, I think it would be great fun if this thing really uh, got out of the bag sometime in the next five years to coincide with all of the other things that we're learning, you know, germs and banking and whatever, nuclear weapons, you know. I don't think there's any nuclear weapons as well. For what that's worth, I don't, I never did think of. I mean, come on. I mean, these guys are crazy. You think they would, who's going to clean their swimming pools and work in the hotels when, or fly their jets in if they fry everybody? I think it's all, all made up. But that's just me. We are going to have Tom Luongo on tomorrow. I believe he's on noon. I may come on early. I think I'll come on at 10 o'clock, like usual. And then Tom Luongo is going to do an election recap. And he's a he really understands the whole um, geopolitical, financial situation. And um, the conservatives, uh, the Republicans, think they're going to have a big night. And, uh, and we'll see if Tom Luongo thinks if they do if that's going to mean anything at all different, better, or whatever the term is for you and me. Um, I don't know. They spend less money in Ukraine. That would be less inflation, I guess. But that might work. But, um, well, we'll have a lot to talk about. So I love you guys. Thank you for your ongoing support. Oh, one little thing here. Let me do a little plug. We're doing a thing that I really enjoy, and we've done a few of them already. It's called Patrick... In your pocket. Let me see. Good morning. Good afternoon. Who's this? Oh. Patrick in your pocket. So, after all these years of working, uh, you know, doing all these interviews and talking to people and getting emails over and over again, um, and I don't mind them, so I, I, I read them all, I think one of the most important things that people need, and it came to me and I said, well, let's do this, is that people, they don't have anybody to listen to them. Really listen to them. Really listen. Not sell them on their idea, not have them eat what they think they should eat, not have them believe what they think is happening spiritually, not, um, but listen to them. So this is what I do. I'm really good at it. So we have one-on-one coaching, It's called Patrick in Your Pocket, very low cost. And with that, we do a video, an hour video, and then unlimited email support. And I mean unlimited. That means now to the end of, as long as I'm alive on on this earth plane, you'll have have me as a a source to say, what about this? Or I'm doing that, you know. And uh, we've had some very interesting people that are open to ideas. And they're open to, what they want to do is figure out this stuff out, whether it be spiritually, whether it be dietarily, exercise, financially, relationships, procrastination, um, you know, just all the stuff that comes with being in a body. Um, Can't seem to get to the root cause of a particular problem with their wife or husband or daughter. Um, I can can help you um, explore that together, you and I, and allow you to come up with the best kind of answers, and I coach you to do that. It's not me telling you what to do. That's not what I do. Um, Anything at all that you want to talk about. Uh, So check it out. It's on our front page. Click on it. Give you a little bit more information. But 
The way to do it quickly is just email me, Patrick, at OneRadioNetwork.com. Put in coaching or Patrick in your pocket. Just put in coaching in the in the uh, subject line. We'll do a Zoom video and then I'll send you the audio. And um, we've had some real good experiences so far. And I love to do it. It's just fun for me to, to do whatever I can to help you and others just have a happier, healthier, longer life, which is the only reason that I'm here. So let me know if I can help. OneRadioNetwork.com is our website. Patrick in Your Pocket is the name of this little service we're doing. So thanks to Flat Earth Dave. Uh, go to FlatEarthDave.com and that sounds like a great um, 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 thing they're going to do this weekend. Uh, all kinds of people, including David Avocado Wolf and Peggy Hall, Flat Earth Dave, uh, Dave, um, all kinds of folks. He sound, it sounds great. And uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. Just I want to support him. And you can use promo code uh, FEDAVE50. Cost you 50 bucks. And uh, I would do it even if I don't. But then you can do the get the videos and then watch it if you don't have time over the weekend. And you can watch the whole thing. So support these people. And uh, we have to help get this information out there because it's real. It's not a scam. It's not make-believe. The earth does not spin around the sun. It just doesn't. It's the big lie. And if we can help bring this out in, you know, so it's on Fox TV someday, you know, that's what it will take, or CBS or something. Um, whether or not that will ever happen in our lifetime, we'll, we'll see, but if enough people wake up. Okay, I love you. See you tomorrow, 10 o'clock, we'll do something, and then we'll have a, a post-election coverage with... Um, um, Tom Luongo at noon. Take care of yourself. Love you. Bye. Bye. From the Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com.